thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. A blessed morning, Lord, we say thank you for this great privilege. Lord, we say thank you for the grace to come into your presence. We say thank you for the gift of life. This morning, Lord, we say thank you for the gift of health. This morning, Lord, we say thank you for the gift of Jesus. This morning, we say thank you. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for the grace to come into your presence. Thank you for the blessing of knowing you, for the blessing of being called your children. Father, we give you all the glory in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Scripture says that you are the hope of the nations. Lord, every one looks to you. Everyone who looks to you, scripture says that their faces were enlightened. And as they look to you, Lord, scripture says you satisfy every creation, every creature, every bit of creation that looks to you. You satisfy their needs. Lord, you are the one who is sufficient, Lord. And only you can do this. So we give you all the praise this morning and magnify you. Be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone who looks to you cannot be put to shame. So Father, we thank you this morning because you are faithful, because you keep your word. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. As we spend this time, Lord God, again in your presence this morning, we ask, speak to us once again. Help us learn in your presence. Help us understand the Bible as we read it. And cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Alright, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyedike. All right, yesterday uh, we were reading Hebrews chapter 11. So this one has been a storm since I posted. I've gotten quite a lot of feedback. And then, okay, um, chatting here back and forth. Explanations have been made here and there. Okay, so I want to say thank you to everyone engaging, everyone learning reading your bible every day that is the whole goal of all of this yes daniel said those who know their god they will be strong and they will do exploits you see this god that we worship this god that we serve is an invincible god okay uh, like i mentioned in the write-up yesterday no one has seen him before and so one of the first places you will encounter him is in the word yes it's in your bible as you read these words the words that god sent okay spoke to you directly okay understanding them is crucial as you read them you get to know god better and better jesus says the words i speak to you they are spirit and they are life 
you get to know the word of God better and better. And the more you comprehend it, remember the, the parable of, of, of the sower, of the seeds. Jesus said of the of of the seed that brought in an harvest that it was it was describing those who had the word and understood. Okay, so it's not enough to just read your Bible. It's important that you understand. So I want to say a big thank you to everyone engaging on on Twitter, on WhatsApp, on Spotify, on Anchor, on Twitter. God bless you. God bless you. Our daily devotional with Pastor Murphy. God bless you. God bless you. All right, this morning we continue. Um, we'll conclude Hebrews chapter 11. And then I'll just maybe just apply this, okay? So maybe look at one or two instances where Jesus mentioned that people did not have faith. So now you will understand what Jesus is talking about, okay? You would have read those stories before, but in light of what we just discussed in Hebrews chapter 11 now, go back and check if you now understand what Jesus was trying to say. A very good account is in Mark chapter 4. Jesus was going out okay, uh, with, um, with the disciples and then they were caught in this mighty storm. It was a bad one, I'm telling you. Okay, so we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there we'll, at the end. So let's just finish reading first of all. Um, so one of the biggest harm that has happened to the church. You see how the devil, you know, the devil knows that he can't stop the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 says the word of God is alive and powerful. It is quick and, and, and powerful. The word of God is able to divide differentiate between between evil and good the devil knows this so what the devil always does is to sponsor you know fakes heresies lies okay just insert them sometimes they look like the truth they sound like the truth but he knows exactly what he's doing and I'm telling you as soon as those heresies those lies enter into the body of Christ in fact maybe they become they become the fad they become you know what everyone comes to accept I'm telling you he knows that the church becomes powerless the word of God is quick and powerful okay so one of the biggest harm that's happened to the church was that new age teaching that says faith is now okay so they got that teaching from, from the King James and then the New King James Version that says, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things yet unseen. Okay, so faith now, faith is the substance. So they just reverted it. Now, faith is, then faith is now. Okay, so from everything we read yesterday, was there anyone that faith for them was now? One person you found there that said faith is now. No. Okay, in fact, Abraham's faith, 25 years he waited. He waited eh? and was willing 
to go to the grave. Okay, if that was what he meant. Now you will see why those, for example, the writer of the one that wrote that, wrote that, that song, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Okay, so you see some of those beautiful songs, okay? Um, like the one who wrote about seeing Evans Gate and all of that. And the angels beckon, beckoning to him, you know, from, from Evans Gate. And you will understand what they saw, what they saw better, okay? One was right where they were being persecuted, almost being put to death. Amazing Grace, that song, that song came out of persecution. And so you see Christians nowadays, you know, because they are being persecuted, they think that God has abandoned them. God can be with you, eh? In the midst of the persecution. In fact, God can agree to the persecution. And it is inside the persecution that God plans to bring out his full purpose. So if the persecution did not happen, eh? you never saw persecution. And the will of God could not have come to pass. And so if you were running away from persecution, you will never have seen God. Hallelujah. Okay, so faith is not now. <laughs> that's, that's a devilish teaching. Faith is now. And so it must happen now. I command it now. I command my healing now. I command this one now. You don't have any any of those powers. Sadly, you don't. Eh? The only one who has the power to do any of that is God. So unless he told you directly that the healing you are talking about happens now unless he told you that's the only time you have you can lay claim to that and make that make that claim okay however i am saying that even if you are claiming that you should be willing to stake your life lay it down if that is what it will take so i've seen people that will say god told them um i'm going to build a five-story building i'm going to build a five-story building next year you know i'm dedicating it and then next year comes no five-story building and then they move it to to another time and and on and on like that and bishop really said that they have confessed and confessed they are now confused faith is not just confessional it is not just confession god will help us in the name of Jesus. Yesterday we stopped on chapter 20, 26, 27, where we were talking about Moses. Moses left the land of Jesus. Uh, 26, he says, he thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. Moses chose to leave everything. He was suffering for God, Yes, he was suffering for what I'm sure he had had been said about his future. Okay? So, but the Bible says that it was Christ he was suffering for. Let's read from 27. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. I'm telling you, 
he, was, he did not fear the king's anger. He feared the one who sent, who was going to send him. The one eh, that he had not seen before. As at this point, Moses had not encountered God. He not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because uh, he kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invincible. Yes. How do you keep your eyes on something that is invincible? That's how to walk in faith. <laughs> when something is invi- if you are following something that is invincible, how does it sound? How does it look? Yeah, you are moving forward and then you have gone five or ten meters. You then realize that ah no, um it was this I was supposed to go left, and then you would turn again. He kept on eh, following the one that was invincible. 28. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover. Yes, it was by faith that they kept the Passover. It wasn't by it wasn't by uh-huh, just confessing. When you are leading three over three billion people on a march out of out of bondage, you will know that if God did not send you, you will not try such things. Yes, it was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn son. Hey! It wasn't the blood of lambs eh, that stopped the angel of death from entering their houses. Don't make the mistake. Eh? It was because God told Moses. Eh? God told Moses. That was why the angel of death did not enter. In other words, when they were putting the blood on their doors, eh, what God said entered the blood. If you want to use that, if you want to say it like that. In other words, it is not just the putting of the blood on the door. It is not just the putting of the Bible under your pillow. It is not just the, so all of those physical things that you are thinking, talking about. There, there is no power in them. The power is in what God said. That's all. You can't follow the template of one another man, okay, to walk with God or to do your Christian faith. No, it is your race. And so it will be different and unique to you. Okay? So what did God say? What did God say? Best faith in you. Ignite faith in you. Because God told them, put the blood on the lintels of your door. When death see you, it will pass. That was the command that stopped the angel of death. 29. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. Eh? They passed through the same thing. But some people drowned. Eh? They went through the same thing. Some people, uh, hey, today, now, it's jackpot, jackpot, jackpot. Everybody has to leave. Everybody has Ah, my pastor says, if you leave this country, Pastor Sam Adeyemi, says, if you run, you leave Nigeria, outside revelation you will suffer there uh-huh. you think money is flowing on the ground there <laughs> your eyes will open see these people they all went through they passed through the same place however god told the israelites to go through he told moses why are you asking me 
tell the children of Israel to go forward. And the minute they went forward, the sea parted for them. <laughs> when the Egyptians tried to do the same thing, because God did not send them, God did not say anything, the Bible says that their wheels began to, something began to happen to the wheels of, the char- of their chariots. And when the Egyptians knew that, hey, we, we, are, we are in trouble today, when they wanted to turn back, the sea came, capsized, and covered all of them. They all drowned. And so you cannot run with another template, another person's template. Every door is not your own door. Okay? Every move is not your own move. It has to be what God, what God said. So it was by faith that the people of Israel went through the Red Sea. The reason why the Egyptians died, it wasn't by faith. It wasn't because of anything God told them. They were trying to kill and destroy the nation of Israel. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. I, I see people, they will, go to, they will go to mountain of fire. They will, go to, they will go to camp, the redemption's camp. Because they say they have heard that there is power there, on the ground there. They will go and sleep there. Hey, 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 God. Oh, Jesus, save us from foolishness. Eh? The power is in the word of God. Uh It is in what God says to you. So, if going there, eh, will open your ears to to hear God, please, you can go. But I'm telling you, God could as well have spoken to you in the corner of your room as speaking to you over there. God is not confined by by space, time, and anything. Okay? So, please, get it very, very well. It wasn't the marching of the, of the legs of the children of Israel eh, as they were marching around Jericho eh, seven times eh, on the final day that brought the wall. Well, okay, think about it. Because they were marching around, that was why the wall came down. No! <laughs> it was because God said. Okay? So, God could simply have told Joshua, pick up a stone, throw one stone on that wall and the wall would have come down. It was God who, dec- it was God who will decide. So I don't know what it is that you are going through. God is the one that will decide. <laughs> you can't say, okay, this is how every other person has done it. And that's why it's a work of faith. So when I say to you, do your own faith work, do your own um, faith work with God, you understand what I'm talking about now. It is unique to you. It is as unique as as your own fingerprint. And that is why I can only share my own examples with you. Uh, You still have to work with God by yourself. Okay? So they walked around the walls of Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in our city who refused to obey God for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Remember that story? Rahab was living on the wall. So when the wall of Jericho came down, so why didn't our own house come down? (laughs) It was by faith. Hmm? By faith. Because she opened up her heart to, you know, first of all, she saved those spies and then they, I'm sure they they got to, they all have been hearing about God. You remember what she said? She said, we have heard about you people. We have heard about what you did here, what you did here, what they were hearing about them. 
It wasn't the children of Israel they were hearing about. It was God they were hearing. The things that God was doing. Eh? Some people would put men of God in, in trouble this way. And then be running after men of God as if there was there is anything on their lives. It is the hand of God you are seeing. So brother, sister, focus on God. Leave the man alone. Yes. Don't make it don't go and put the man of God in problem. So until God now says, eh, they are running after you. Eh, let me step back. <laughs> and then you will see whether there is anything in you. Same thing. Okay, it is unless God has said or God is present. That's why you see the miraculous walking. She said, we have heard. God is working with you people. Eh? Please, oh, come and let me to accept that same God by faith, even though she was only a prostitute. 32, how much, how much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of the fate of Gideon, of Barak. Remember Gideon? The fate of Gideon, 300 soldiers took out an army. God told Gideon, I don't need all of these people. If I rescued Israel with all of these people now, they will say their own hands rescued them. But when just 300 people eh, simply blew their arms and broke their lamps, eh, and there was light, there was lamp inside those, those pictures as they broke it in pictures of clay, as they broke it and shouted, that the sword of Gideon was going forth. The sword of God was going forth. The Bible says God sent ambushment. And then everybody began to run. <laughs> it was by faith. Eh? By faith. It says recount the faith of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. I mentioned David. ran towards Goliath. You think that David knew that Goliath was going to was going to come down? No. It was because God said to him. That was why David ran towards Goliath. You know, I, I cannot picture God in heaven, you know, sitting and watching David like this with his hand, with his head on his hands and just looking at him, you know, carelessly. And then, ah, this boy wants to put me in trouble. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> boasting about me like this okay and then God just stood up and as that boy threw that one stone the stone went to just the only place in that armor eh, where Goliath was exposed and then it wasn't just the hand of David that threw that stone the power of God was backing it it brought down it brought down brought down a mighty giant eh? that is how it works Okay, so you will not just go and pick up your own stones and say that is how David did it. Let me just do it like that. Uh-huh. Hey, you, uh, you, it will not be nice. Samuel. Okay, so like I said, look at the life of all of these people. There were many mistakes. So uh-huh. Samuel, many mistakes in his life. David, plenty, plenty mistake. The one that slept with 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 Bathsheba. Okay, the one that made so many mistakes killed Uriah um, made so many mistakes but their mistakes were not mentioned here okay so stop focusing on your sins stop focusing on your failures focus on God yes focus on God he says look too much time to recount the stories of all of these people, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms. 
they ruled with justice and received what God had promised them by faith. They shut the mouth of the mouth of lion that was Daniel, <laughs> quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Many of them escaped death by the whisker. Eh? Paul escaped death by the whisker because God told them, God had told Paul, you will stand before the king. And so even though the mob came together, they were going to tear him to pieces. No way. You are not dying here. Oga Paul, you are standing before Caesar. Hallelujah. Yes, they escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put all armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from the dead because of what God said. Hallelujah. Since but others were tortured. Okay. So while you see the success on one side, others were tortured. Some failed. It says, but others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to, to be set free. They place their hope in the better life after the resurrection. When you understand the concept of faith that I am talking about, I'm telling you, you will see the power of God. But even if the power of God is not moving, uh -uh, I will lay it down for God. I will go and meet God in heaven and face him and say, Lord, uh, what happened? I thought you told me this. And God will tell you, oh, it is time. It was time for you to come home. Or, oh, yes, you misunderstood this. That, that is what it will become clear. But these guys were ready to lay it all down, refusing to turn from, turn from God in order to, to, to be set free. They placed their hope in a, in a better life after the resurrection. Some were jeered at and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prison. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half. And others were killed with the sword. Some went about wearing skin of sheep and goat, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They accepted all of this because of what God said. What has your own faith cost you? <laughs> Brother, sister, what has your own faith cost you? This is our own faith. That does not cost, it does not cost anything. <laughs> it is all positive. Yes. <laughs> it is all positive. When you get to that point, when it is Lord, ah, you gave, you said so. I am willing to lay it down. I am willing, if it means to meet you today, Lord, it is better. I'm telling you, you are beginning to understand faith and you will see how powerful it is. It says, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over desert and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these people earned a good reputation. Faith, working in faith this way, eh, we earn you a good reputation. They will earn a good rep reputation because of their faith. Yet, none of them received all that God had promised. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. Hallelujah. Alright, so, this is how faith works. Oh. This is how faith works. Faith is not now. Faith is God said. God said. It's as simple as God. 
if you are not quoting what God said, you are only playing, okay? Or you have not fully understood. Now, okay, so so that's Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11 concluded. We'll continue with Hebrews chapter 14 and chapter 12 tomorrow. So let's read, let's look at this story in Mark chapter 4. There from verse 25, Jesus calmed the storm. As evening came, the Bible says, verse 35, Mark chapter 4, verse 35, Jesus said to the disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowd behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. You know the story, okay? And water was shaking everywhere. Everybody was bailing out water, shaking, ah, shouting, hey, we are going to die. We are going to die today. Until... Somebody remembered, okay? Jesus is lying. He's sleeping. He was sleeping eh, on a cushion. 38. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Who sleeps through something like that? Why was Jesus able to sleep in the midst of the storm? Eh? Because of what God said. (laughs) Jesus knew that eh, however it happened, he could not die inside that boat. Okay, so everything could shake. Eh? But outside what God said, it can't happen. So that was why he was sleeping. He was able to sleep through the storm. This one that you will be shaking, shaking right, left, and center. This one that one simple cockroach can throw your entire Christian faith. Eh? Throw it into confusion. Because you don't have what God said. Hallelujah. Eh? Jesus will, he was sleeping. The disciples woke him up, shouting, Teacher, teacher, don't you care that we, not you, we know that maybe there's something special about you, you will not die. Don't you care that we are we are going to drown? <laughs> when Jesus woke up, the Bible says, He rebuked the wind and said to the wave, Silent, be, sit, be still. And suddenly, the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? So, look at that question. Because in my own ears, eh, that question sounds, it sounds foolish. Abby, what do you think? Why are you afraid? Uh-uh. What? Why they are afraid is obvious. They are afraid that they would... Who will not be afraid if if boat is about to capsize <laughs> and you are going through a fierce storm? You will be afraid now, right? <laughs> but why, the reason why... Usually, when my, my pastor says that when whenever God asks you an, a obvious question, he's trying to confront you with your foolishness. <laughs> so, God was confronting their foolishness here. How can you have God said? Or how can you have the revelation? You have the eternal one himself sitting with you inside a boat and you're afraid that you will die. How? How? That was what Jesus was asking them. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Because they didn't know him. That was ex- that was ex- that was all he was telling them. You don't know me. If you knew the one that is talking to you, just like he told the, wo- the woman in John chapter 4, if you knew the one, the person that is talking to you, you will ask me for, for living water. I will give it to you because you don't know me. Jesus was telling them here, you don't know me. So this morning, okay, I I challenge you. 
What do you know about God? Yes. What do you know about this God? Is God simply the God that they told you about? Is God simply just the one you even read about in your Bible? Ah, then no, then it has to go beyond beyond just what you read in your Bible. It has to go, you know, to the to the spirit that is in the word. Jesus said, "The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life." Yeah, it has to go into a personal encounter with this God. When you encounter Him and you know Him for yourself, and God begins to speak to you, and as God speaks to you, you'll be getting pictures. You'll be seeing pictures in your mind. God gives you the picture of the future. God gives you the picture of what he is doing in your life. I'm telling you, it will bear faith in you. And at that point, no one can stop you. You will be willing to lay down your life if it came to that. Hallelujah. This morning, I want us to pray, Lord, take me deeper. Help me to know you. Jesus, I want to know you. So that true faith will be bettered in my heart. In the name of Jesus. Will you pray that prayer for yourself? Jesus, take me deeper. Help me to know you better and better from today. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for blessing us this morning. Thank you for helping us to know you better and better. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.